Uh huh. Yeah. Look. What's the perfect? I might not be happy go lucky. I understand my issues. I can own up to my issues. I don't want to be bothered every day. But So you don't want to be married. Listen to me. You didn't let me finish. I'm a protector. And this woman has to understand that if I love you, I fucking love you. Like, that's big. Mm-hmm. Me loving you, wanting the best for you, wanting to make sure you're okay. Your child okay, your family okay. Well, really not your family, but, but you know. But your child, yeah. But outside of that, we good. No. But I want somebody who, you know, who arouses my, my how can I say it, arouses my intellect and not my outer leg. Because you can have sex with anybody. You True. know what I'm saying? But if somebody can turn you on, you know, mentally, Mind, you know, like like a lady told me a long time ago. Let me take a break. No limit studio. This ain't peak. But nah, man, it's um I mean it's hard. It, it, it's really hard because people are people. You know, men lie, women lie. Everybody lies. You, you, you're frowning up, but you know I'm telling the truth. Not necessarily. Because when you first meet someone, this is just a, a representation of them. This is not them. You have to get down to the nitty gritty. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of different. Like, I need to see how you live. Mm-hmm. I need to see how you sleep. Like, I don't like Hannah's sink. I don't. Okay, B. I'm listening to you. Go on, let me finish. I'm with you. All right. If I'm, you brush your teeth, yeah. I expect you to clean the sink out after you brush your teeth. Right. Everybody don't do that. I don't like bras on the door. Bras on the door? I didn't been in a few houses and they had the brian on the back of the door. <laughs> we don't like that. That do, I, I, Because you have to understand, I had a mother who I was with for 11 years. Between her and this, 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 this grandmother who I was with 11 years, but Five of those 11, it was just me and her. And it was just certain things I don't tolerate. I don't want to eat fast food every night. Well, I understand all of that. So my question is, what kind of women are you choosing that have bras on the doors and don't clean the sink? First of all, the man's shoes is. I, thought, I disagree on that one. I don't. I had a bra that But I would love to her. hear your perspective so that I can tell you well, what you the truth really accept. is. I, and I don't. You can choose whatever, but you don't have to accept. And I don't. Now they have my fun. You know, in the days, and I have a, a lady that you know, we exclusive. But in my past former life, you know, my <laughs> my my early cable life, my management life in Burger King, I was a hoe. But you have to understand, I was born into this. So picture, you was born into. You obviously got to cohabitate, right? Yeah. So you get married, but. Not necessarily. Some people are Christians, and they ain't gonna want to cohabitate before they get married. So no. now that's a whole nother dilemma. So, so say, say I, I just bump into somebody like that, right? 
and you know, well, we gotta wait. Two years go by, we still gotta wait. I don't think I'm gonna wait no two years, but what if she trash? Oh, I'm about to say, I'm not about to wait. No, no, I, no, just hear me out though. What if she trash or what if I'm trash to her? Is there any responsibility for you to to show? A, a, like what if, if there's chemistry, it's gonna, I think it'll work, right? Right. But let, let's get back to habits, like, cause I think Nell would have missed out on me because when I brush my teeth, I let the water run. Me too. She said, I hate her because I do that. Because we saving water. I got to let the water run. I still do. But, yeah, it's a habit. Right. But what if she would have walked out on me? Uh, so if you say the, the hair in the sink, you don't like, you can express it, whatever, or a bra, look, I don't like that. Or you pick the bra up and put it somewhere else. That's yeah, something. but at some point, that bra situation going to drive him. I can say, which is why I always say relationships, a lot of people think it's about love. It's about it's all about tolerance. It's a business deal. It's all about tolerance and what you can and cannot tolerate, period. You can have all the love in the world, but if a person does things that, like leaving a bra on the door, leaving toothpaste in the sink, leaving makeup, hair, leaving splattered on the shoes on. all over the room. And I hate that. <laughs> Why you don't pick them up, though? What if, then, I mean, then how you, many, you, how you, many You're habits? repetitive. I pick it up, and then if I, I keep correcting your your bad habit... But what if that's the only thing? So, look, relationship before this one, right? Man in the bra, you know, we jazz and we kicking it. She drag her feet. I don't like that. Don't walk behind me, dragon. <laughs> no, you, you're not understanding this. Oh no! But 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 B, he's crazy. That's why but, he but, gonna be by B, himself. When you met her, she was dragging her feet, no, right? Maybe I was, and that was the problem. That was the problem, cause you know you look. You know shit happens in the cable truck. Oh lord! There we go. <laughs> You know, when I worked for, for Direct TV. Yes, I You know, you see people and you be like, okay, you talk to people and then you know, y'all get the jib jab and then, yeah, well, we're going to go out and then one thing turn into another. And then, you know, down the line, you start seeing bad habits. Like, then I had another one. It was all good in the beginning because it was sexually, you know, it was nice. She couldn't talk. Well, you should have found out if she could talk but before the, the sex came I was, into play. I was looking play. at the the other things. See, I'm older now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little yeah. wiser. Like, I, I, I'm i like... Head, thank you for the whole body. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, granted, God has blessed me with a, a nice job. And I work another job. I feel like I have my priorities in order. I don't want to marry somebody who don't have their priorities in order. They could be the nicest person yeah, in the world. Yeah, but dragging feet and leaving the bra on the door is not priorities. So you is not. That's that's one of your priorities, yeah. but it might not be theirs. I want to be proud of you. So you <laughs> wouldn't be proud because I left a bra on the back of the door? Or because I dragged because that's my trifling. feet? Dragging feet is a way that I've walked my entire life is trifling. But you didn't have to walk like that. Says who? Maybe my grandmother walked like this. Maybe my mother walked That's like the problem. this. You got to break generational curses. But once you break it, yeah. Why don't you get I over mean, it? It's a lifetime. Why don't you get why over it? Why are y'all jumping yourself? on me? I'm not. I'm just saying the stuff like dragging feet. 
like a relationship is way, way, way bigger way, than dragging feet. Yeah. Cause I tell you one thing, a man lighting a cigarette and putting it in his mouth is definitely a no-no. That, that's a no for you. That's a no for you, right? It should be a no for everybody. <laughs> but I know plenty of women Cause who I like know, it. Cause I know down the line, first of all, down the go. line, me go. dragging my feet is not going to kill anybody. You putting a cigarette to your mouth, I, I might have to be there at the hospital. Who I might have to, I might have to hold a button on your throat while you're trying to talk. why you think that? Why I that think what? That doesn't happen for everybody. Eventually, something's going to happen. No. Even if you don't have the hole in your throat, I'm going to have it for uh-huh. being around you. But what if I'm respectable and don't smoke around you? I don't smoke in my house. What that mean? I'm just saying. How you you so, still going to come kiss me? No, I'm not. You still going to have the smoke on your clothes? You ask any woman that I have been with, they would let you know that before becoming naive, floss, and he brushes teeth. And, before you, know you go inside? How you brushing your teeth before you go inside? In the when, car? When I get inside. I don't just walk inside and kiss you when, when I'm not in smoke. get inside. Yeah. Y'all can't just jump on me, man. But no, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, but like dragging feet is not, a petty argument. Because I get it, B. That's your perfect world. That's the don'ts. That's your life. <laughs> you know, you going to know you do yes. to when that woman come. You do she, need to I, choose. I, 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 when, B, when that woman come, she might have it all gone, but I bet she ain't dragging her feet. She ain't, she ain't doing a bra. She going to be the neatest motherfucker in the world. You know? But that bread going to stink. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't fucking with Bilal. I ain't fucking with Bilal. I'm, I'm just saying that like, to say there isn't perfection. It's not, perfe- it's not perfection. There's some things I can let go. That's just pet peeve. Okay, so it got to be something. Okay, so you got something. But, but it's, it's just other but, things. I mean, not the bread. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah. I hate a drunk woman. I can't stand that yeah, shit. Yeah, sloppy drunk is, is pretty. Because when people drink, everybody doesn't know how to handle their liquor. They yeah. get belligerent. I got to take tipsy. Sloppy drunk. Good tipsy. It's, it's too different. Yeah, it's too different. <laughs> you know, you tipsy. Yeah, good you, tipsy. We going home and you want, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to have some fun. <laughs> Come yeah, on. Yeah, that tipsy. That tipsy. Yeah. But talking loud and talking crazy and ah, 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 man, I ain't got time for all that, dog. Like, my nerves bad. I move quick. That's just me, bro. What's the perfect? What are you saying with don't? What's, what's perfect? You're all kind of seeing somebody, but you're like, because I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect by a long shot. Like I told you, I know I have issues. It it ain't about you because that person who's perfect is going to tolerate all of you. Nothing is perfect. That's the problem. People won't tolerate it. Why? Well, no, you're saying he got got a couple of things that's pet peeves. Yeah. And and those things, you know, it might be 10 things. He just need to. But he sent a. God sent you a. And some of the pet peeves he probably don't even know until the woman actually does it. Yeah, that, like, that happens. He just nitpicking, looking for I'm things that's wrong, nitpicking. I'm sure. Yeah, you find shit. You still going to find shit because so, you're going to be married in, 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 in that fifth, six, seven, eight, nineteen. There's going to be some shit that come out. He's going to be like, right. this. He gonna, it's going to go to 15 so and like, 20 things. I'm, I think I'm 41. Yeah, I'm 41. Yeah, Sometimes I tell people I'm 28 because I could get by with it. I look 28. Chill out. Don't hate on me. <laughs> So, my 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 first real relationship, I had to be twenty. Cause you know everybody else before that was just like a little fun. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know, you know how you have fun when you're sixteen or twenty one. You know what I'm saying? So I moved, you know, into my own spot. 
And I told her she couldn't move with me. Because, of course, you know, I was horny. Like, I was horny. So you, so you weren't in a serious relationship then? Listen, man, it was serious. <laughs> I love, to this day, I love this woman with all my fuck. I'd do anything for this woman, for real. But we, we cool now. Because I taught her life. I gave. I, I made her the woman she is. I'm serious. Oh you got to listen to me. So I was doing me. I was doing me. Man, and one day that girl woke up and was like, she looked at me. She said, I fucking hate you, Brandon. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. Why you hate me? I didn't call the girl a bitch, but you know, I'm like, fuck you. And she just went to running all this shit down. And I'm just sitting there like, man, if this was me, I wouldn't deal with it. Why this girl really left? Man, all I remember, <laughs> I'm in the East. I done got off of work here. I'm in front of this motherfucker dope. Like, man, look, bruh. Woo, woo, woo. That ain't work. Next thing you know, about a month later, I come up the street, you hear me? Yeah, I was one of them. I come up the street. Man, a nigga with a, with a, with a brown tie on 22s sitting in front of the door. She had somebody else. Boy. But in the end, I won. He said, but in the end, I, I won. I got my lick back. What you mean, how? What I just told you in the beginning. It's a cousin. Yeah, but. B, but why would you I be know. mad if she broke up with you? Because you're not supposed to leave me. Okay. I'm B. Nigga, you done lost your No, need to know I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, you have. I'm the prize. That's how I feel. Like, you feel you're the prize? I feel I'm the prize. I don't. I don't Why you don't feel you the prize? No, I'm not gonna say I don't feel I'm oh. the prize. I feel like whoever I choose, or whoever chooses me, whoever we're each other prizes. I don't feel like one carries more weight than the other. We're both re- important in the relationship, and if I decide to move on, then that's my fucking choice. And mm. you you demean yourself by going fuck my friend, my cousin, my sister, my whoever. At the time, you disrespect yourself by doing that because guess what? I was respectful enough to leave you alone. Let's be clear. Right. I was woman enough to leave you alone. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you, if you, when you, when that person comes, y'all monogamous from the get go. It ain't like, it ain't, it ain't, you gonna know it. It ain't gonna be like this and this happened. It's just it. Right. You know, it ain't gonna be where I'm single and then this shit, that, there. But picture, I'm I'm still trying to figure out. Not <laughs> <laughs> picture, huh? Why my partners, my peoples, because that's what I'm gonna call them, because I'm I'm part of the, you know, do that. Like, if that woman stepping out on you is gonna cause that type of damage to your psyche. Why, why, step out on her? why do what you do, dog? Right. Why like, not why do that? So now everybody gonna sit at this table like now, they, they perfect. Here's, no, 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 no. Well, I'm not no. saying well, that. Well, here's what I will say. You were, you were 20 years old, so I, 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 I can. I was a child. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. No, I'm saying. But, but at the same time, obviously, you had certain feelings about her. Yeah, man, you know. And age doesn't necessarily determine maturity. It doesn't determine being ready for love or relationship or whatever or commitment. Obviously, you still not ready. You're 41. You've never been married, right? So how do you mean I ain't ready? I mean, I'm, I'm in a, a relationship. Yeah, but you just finished. I ain't going to say what you say, but you... When I was 20? No, right now. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. cheat now. I ain't got time to cheat now. That shit don't make no sense. Well, I ain't saying I'm you old. cheat now. 
But are you in the press? Like you getting to the point where you ready to be married? He said, I ain't say all that, but I'm just saying. Kanitra. Yes. <laughs> you said what? You said you edit that part out. He said, "I know." That's your personal business, right? And then, nah, I mean, I, I, he know, he know. I think about it. I just feel like everything is is a test. Like, I just, I don't want to say that I'm. I'm perfect, but it's like taking the exam. I have to make sure that this is right. And how do you make sure? Go through the trials and tribulations in life. Such as? Go through life and pay attention. It's, 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 but what is it exactly that you're looking for? What I'm looking for? Because certain things are not going to come until the commitment is there. How you know the commitment ain't though? No, 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 I'm not saying I'm not saying whether it is or isn't. Music. I'm just saying that until life is gonna throw all kinds of things at you, and life's a bitch, right? So some things you're not gonna find you out until die. 10, 15, 20 years down the line on whether or not a person can handle you being sick, on whether or not a person can handle you dealing with grief or financial problems, or you know, um career issues or you know midlife crisis there are certain things that's gonna happen that only comes with true commitment but i think in this situation you married a family right he said he doesn't he no, said I'm just, her and her children no, I'm, I'm, and but that's I'm, it and yeah, he's he, not extending that to the rest of the family which is also turn the whole podcast <laughs> against me huh no but I'm, no 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 but this is what i'm here let me let me let me say no, what no, i gotta not say at all. let me say what i gotta say Sure. When you marry your, you marry the family, right? Mm -hmm. They marry his family too. Correct. B had a sudden. He missing a whole lot piece of his family. There you go. You. you know what I mean? So it's like so picking and choosing. Like somebody, he had somebody telling him, "I don't like that girl." Or this, it's like you got you missing. It's it's something going on to where you 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 treading water because you don't know because you had... Yeah, but he was treading water before that happened. Oh, um, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm 40. Who you was committed to before? Before my mama died? Yeah. A young lady. Oh, and it was... Oh, you didn't tell me. But yeah. still, like, you still wasn't on a path to marriage, right? But that, but that showed me something when that happened. Gotcha. Like, that showed me, like, nah, that wasn't the one. So... Here's the other part of it. So you say that situation showed you something when it happened. Did you communicate clearly what you needed from that person of course when I it did. happened? Of course I did, because I was vulnerable at that point. Okay. And they just So, so all emotions and So all it wasn't feelings. just expectations that you had and and they It was the basics, like when people go through shit. Mm -hmm. You know. Because my thing is another thing, the false sense of reality is people you know, we have to get to a point in life where we realize everybody not going to meet our expectations. Correct. And the only way somebody... Now, once you've related those expectations to people and actually communicated them, and then, you know, because you can't get mad or put somebody out or, you know, be over them if you haven't clearly communicated what you need from them. Now, once you've actually done that and they don't meet them, that's something different. Or if they're not capable of it, they should at least be able to have, you know, have a conversation with you to say, listen, I don't think I could be all you need me to be in this situation. 
But if you haven't expressed it or told them what you what you need from them, how can you expect them to do it? Some shit not even on their radar. And some people, especially when going through grief, it's nothing you could do that would be enough. One thing I I, I learned about grief though is is you say it's nothing that could be done that'll be enough. Mm-hmm. It's not, but if you went through it to understanding, you should understand that every day is not a great day. Yeah, I get that. I'm not going to be, you know, uppity up every day. But what we is going to do is listen to the You Gonna Film Me podcast. <laughs> when President <laughs> B over there. When Uncle Shug, who we, when that time we seen Uncle Shug, B, we going to leave that for another time. Man, yeah. In a, tell, man. in a very lovely, small by the mouth. McDonald 35 graduate. Oh, Poor yeah. at school. Kanitra. Oh, goodness gracious. But we just started. And we we just was, we were just talking, you know, I guess it was get on B day. I'm going to respect that. Not at all. No, we trying to help y'all, bro. Right. You know, man. No, man, you gotta help me. We trying to guide you in the ways of what it actually is. I'm all right, brother, with that. And get you, <laughs> just get you to lighten up and, and ease up a little bit. I, I mean, mean, it's, 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 it's just life. Yeah, life, life is a mug, man. Yeah. It is. Well, we and that's why you too, can't bro. focus on little things like people dragging their feet or leaving the brown on the back of the door. But listen, door. I tell all my I tell all my nephews. You leave your brown on the back of the door? I do not. I think that's oh, just trifling. Thank you. There's a place for it. But that but that's little me. Cousins. But that's me. I don't judge other people. And here's the other part of that. Like even with the hair in the sink and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm ticky about that kind of stuff. And I'm not a makeup person, but I know people who wear makeup and, you know, and their bathroom counters look like, you know. Like they need a maid, right? Yeah. Or even like splattering toothpaste on the mirror and, you know, different things like that. However, if I'm sharing a space with someone else who's my significant other, I'm not going to get upset because they left a little toothpaste in the sink or they... Love splatters on the mirror. I'ma just clean it. Man, what you about to say, Sean? <laughs> I'm not playing with <laughs> No, I was I was about to say that I tell all my nephews and my little cousins and my my children, my son and stuff like that, that you have to really have a, a, a person that you are really connected to and share a lot of the same interests. Because you're going to be expected to be in their presence for almost all the time. So whatever it may be, movies. Make sure you kind of like the but same type of track. movies. Yeah, but that don't it don't they don't last. Yours last because you got to be. <laughs> what you got to do is <laughs> like sports. If you like the game, you want to go to the game, or you want to. You know, make sure all of these things are things that you can share with that significant person. I don't want you. Are we watching the game? Man, stop all that goddamn hooping and hollering and watch the game. Like, I don't want to hear all that in. Oh, and I. It's a little bit more, you know, it's a little bit more, you know, fandom than you are. Then, you know, it is what it is. But you got to deal with that because at least she there. Some women ain't even going to try to go. They don't want to watch the game with you. Right. They don't want, you know what I'm saying? Because if you, what happens is, when you don't have that, you tend to want to go do your own thing all the time. And you branch off. So you want, 
you want to go with your partners and do this. You want to go with this one and do that, this one and do that. And then it ends up being her at the house all the time by herself because you out in the street doing whatever you're doing, the stuff that you like to do. And mm-hmm. now you're not together. And like then Jody come along. Stuff. And who? Jody. Jody. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens with the right one. Nah. Man. Because you can work it out. I mean, um, like you were saying, when you around that person, it's just a natural feeling, but you know you got their back. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's like me. It's perfect, though. Yeah, we don't talk too, yeah. too much because, you know, we, still, we got situations, yeah. but, you know, we just... Yeah. But it, it, it's about the, the first thing. You have to believe in God. Like, you have to understand that Yes. this is number one. You have to have your faith even when it seems like everything has destroyed, is destroyed, and you have to yes. believe in God. Number two, you got to be black. Yes. That's just me. But everybody black. Everybody black. Yes, everybody is black. <laughs> everybody black. That is a true statement. Everybody derives from the same place. Yeah. Don't know how, what experiments was done or what, uh, you know, happened when they went to the Caucasus Mountains and all of that shit. But everybody's black. They all came from the same place. They just traveled to different locations right, we all want. and adapted to their surroundings. But yes, once no. once the world realizes that, it'd probably be much better. That, but it'll never happen. Not light skin either, right? Nah, I mean light skin. But, right, but I'm, I'm, you know me. No, I'm, you're, yeah, you're light skin. I'm no, not he a, said he ain't like light I don't skin. like light skin women. Oh, you don't like light skin women? I can't, I can't rock with you on that one, Bobby. That's not me. I can't. I don't have nothing against dark skin women. I'm just saying. You racist. It's a preference. No. I'm from the seven world. That's what I'm racist. Racist, seven world. Because, you know, they, y'all had some possible. No, they was racist. (laughs) Seven world people are racist. Straight up. Without a doubt. Especially the older women. They don't want that. Don't be mixing that. Like, your children going to be dog skin. They had a brown paper bag. Yeah, no, they don't like that shit. But yeah. It's that in, I mean, you have to. You have to have a job or at least no prejudice. I'm sorry, not racist. Yeah, prejudice. Yeah, correct. You have the job, uh, a business. Uh, in the words of Marlena Shaw, you know, every able body in the household need to be doing something. Some, but she gotta have it come with it. Motherfucker, you ain't about to just walk in here. And you ain't got nothing. Now, if you're running a business, different ball game. You're running your business. I get that, but you have some women who. <laughs> or my rent paid, you know what I'm saying? Or my, my light bill paid. I play cards and get the rest of my, you know. I'm lying. You don't know nobody like that? No, I don't. Shit, man. <laughs> I'm from uptown. That's, that's what it is. I'm serious. The rest of the like they'll tell you, like my rent paid, you know what I'm saying? The people pay my light bill and I play cards and it's high. I survive. I'm going to sell some plates, all my food stamps. I'll sell my right. food stamps. I don't want to I mean, but what if she just. Good people, huh? Yeah, laid off. Uh, and, but she, man, yeah. we ain't talking about laid off. We talking about unemployed. <laughs> well, well, I'm Never had a job. Okay, all right, yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm laid just off. Different good. ball game. All right, you okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit happens. A job change. Right, right, right. Yeah. And believe it or not, it does. Oh, it matters where the job is. Yeah, I'm not about the no disrespect. Family Dollar, no. 
maybe not. Unless you're the district manager. Because it when you when you get with people and you become one, right? Well it depends on how much the family dollar paying, dog. Boy, something's under fire. Okay, but let's say she might be coming out of a situation and starting her life over. We'll think about it. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll think about but it. But you have some work to do too. Cause I, I understand that. You got to build a woman thing up. Is, right? I think a life will humble you. You know what I'm saying? And there are situations where if she she might have a child and, you know, like I say, something has happened and... and Ain't nobody looking for me if I work in that family dollar. Fuck that boy. That's how they looking. Fuck, I look like messing with somebody at family Not dollar. Wait, B, this ain't oh, this man, ain't man. people. This this God sent. Right. You know what I'm saying? This like like somebody got situations where I feel like even as a man, just like you're saying, like you got to do what you got to do to take care of what you have to take care of. So my thing is, as long as you're taking care of that and you, however you're doing that. I mean, they turn their nose up. No, enough. he dropped. Girl, you drive limousines. Yeah, I just drive limousines. You know what I'm saying? That's all. But that's I'm a doing. different circle. Hey man, is 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 women? But you can make good money. It's not hey me. man, I know that. But you know, it's not be. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that well, that's what I was about to say because oh, that's why I asked a while ago. Like, who are these women that you picking? That would I don't. I mean, I meet women everywhere. Uptown, downtown, call the river, Destraham, and the Palco. I mean, I understand that, but to pick the ones with the fries on the doors who, who wouldn't, who don't like you driving limousines and or judging you because you do limousines and who play cards to pay their bills. Like I'm just not understanding. Man, y'all turn my whole podcast at that. I want we gonna get on BD. We we came here to talk about DV. It's a good I, I see how you set it up because you're your genius orientated because you're talking about what people like. Yeah. They get into it and be like, oh, I got beat up because he, you know, right. left the brown and said what I don't like and find this person person. Mm-hmm. Right? But you know, I, I always go back to y'all build each other up. You know, you and and if you had nothing, you know, it's time when I was on that couch and Nell was supporting. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But that was already where a commitment was placed, right? Like the commitment was already there before you fell off. It wasn't from the beginning of your relationship. Man, Bob originally Bob. No, yeah, but 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 even if he is, I mean, as a woman to see your man, because here's the thing: it's the mental strife of that as well. Like even if he can have a million dollars in the bank, but if he on the sofa, that's saying something. I was still doing trying to do what. I feel you, but all I'm saying is sometimes it's not about the financials mm-hmm. and you're smart enough to take somebody who who may have not been guided mm-hmm. financially or work-wise and get her in the point in the right direction, right? right. You know, you can build up. But I, I feel what you're saying, you know, but that right person, they could not have a job and wind up you know, being something. Right. Because they just need the right yeah. help and hand. They might have a degree. It might have all kinds of stuff. I mean, and like I said, it, it all depends on the circumstances. Yeah. But would you, know you give them give them the opportunity to say what's going on? Of course. 
Yeah, I mean, before you commit to anybody, you sit there and you talk to them and you learn them. Yeah, but as soon as they say I work at Family Dollar, you're gonna be like, nah. No, because then that's when you <laughs> that's when you dig deeper. Like, well, how long you've been working now? And you know, then you, you have to set it up and then they start explaining yeah. to them, well, I was in an abusive relationship or whatever. I left. You hear that? Yeah, I won't. All right. You know, I was in an abusive relationship. I left. Then you start to, you know, paying attention a little, little more. Right. And then. It's like that bitch just stand right here just to. Right. <laughs> Who, me? The oh, car. the car. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> yeah. Just stand right here just to. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, and you just dig in and, and then you start listening because I've met a lot of women in my 28 years of life. Because I'm 28. I just remember I'm 28. Mm-hmm. And. A lot of people have stories. And some of these stories you hear make you clench, you know, because me, I'm different. I love women, like, especially black women, but I love women. And anyone that, you know, go there, put their hands on you, and it's not just really physical because mental abuse is, is big. I mean, it's like an even playing field, mm-hmm. mental and physical, because you can damage somebody so bad mentally to make them want to hurt themselves. Physically. Not want to live, give up on everything, because it's like a repetitive thing. Like I tell people, every man that has a daughter, right? You have a daughter. You have your daddy. Baby, you're beautiful. Since, you know, it's repetitive, so... This 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 child becomes a young girl, then a teenager, then a young lady, then a woman. My daddy treated me a certain way. This is what I expect. Mm-hmm. You know, you beating on somebody, pouncing on somebody, uh, the mental side, you ain't shit. You ain't never gonna be shit, whatever, whatever. That start pondering you. And that's that's really domestic violence. But that part is overlooked because people always say, Well, you don't have no wounds and or you come to work and you smiling every day, but deep down inside, motherfucker dying mm-hmm. because of what they've been through. And I think that the mental part is actually um, probably almost worse than the physical because sometimes you're not aware. Somebody hits you, you know you hurt. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know too. that hitting somebody or whatever is not right. However, the mental abuse, it comes in so many different fashions that you you might not recognize it at first. You might not recognize it for years. And the thing about, like you said, the, the whole daddy calling you beautiful might be something that you never heard. So when somebody does come and show it to you or tell you that, you start to listen and that feels good, but they also telling you other things to tell you down because that's a part of the, the process on what they're trying to do to you. So I think, and then of course with the mental, there's spiritual, there's, there's, you know, it's so many different abuse forms that people don't recognize because the only thing that's recognized by the law is the physical aspect right. of it, you know. Um, I seen one other day, you know, I'm minding my little business, go up the street here in the goose, daily routine, get a pack of cools and the water. They didn't got into it. You know, they got the ATM outside by the store. 
he just told her like, you know, leave. Ain't nobody gonna want you with three children. That shit kind of made me stop. Why the fuck would you tell this lady this? Hmm. But, <clears throat> you know, this probably wasn't his first time telling this woman that. Probably wasn't the second time telling this woman that. But that just made me look like, how does this woman feel with him telling her that? Because now she feels, he didn't told her this enough. Well, I'm going to She stay. believes it. She believes it, so now I'm going to stay because nobody wants me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it leads to, it, it, it just could go so many different type of ways. It could lead to the depression part. So when now you neglecting your kids and now your kids outside doing whatever, uh, you know how these kids is now, uh, to what she like, she kill him because she can't take it no more. Like it's just so many ways that can go. And we, as, as I live in a, what, 80% city that's African-American. This is what I see. Now, granted, I've seen Caucasian people, you know, domestic violence. I never seen it in a Vietnamese community. I seen it in a Spanish community, but preferably where I live, it's black and Vietnamese. I don't, I don't see it there. So when I, you know, certain shit I recognize, I pay attention to a lot. Now I talk shit with y'all to begin this podcast. <laughs> Press pause, man. This motherfucker sitting outside or something. Uh, you know, with the, uh, the pet peeves. But you, I, I see try, you like, I would try to like tie it in. Yeah, it just took too long to tie it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was talking too much. We, one thing about it, there's no problem no she make you beat no bitch ass. I'm sorry. I don't know how to tie it in. I don't like. I hate that. I got zero tolerance for it myself, dog. Well, leaving the brown on the door? No, no, the the domestic violence, like domestic violence, like can't no dude that I rock with or cool with tell me like, oh, I'm gonna be my girl, and I don't do nothing like. But you think they would actually tell you? Some niggas go like that. They're gonna be saying, man, I be beating up his ass. Yeah. Niggas disrespectful. I didn't think that they would share yeah, that like, like that. I would think it would. She know. She be. know better. She know. She know. Oh, because they probably want to see if you do that shit too. No, they don't know no better. Some people, you know, some women be if they don't, he don't love you if he don't hit you. And, 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 and that's 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 the next. Well, that's how topic. some women might feel, but. But the they, men feel like that. The men. That's how I show I love some them by feel, hitting. Some of them feel like that. They feel like. No, they can't. They can't whip a nigga ass. And they can't control a nigga, but they feel they can control this woman. Either, you think that that's got some, he got it some beaters. Is I think some people are just. I mean, I think I think we have. being fearful of a man or woman. Well, I don't think that some people just crazy. I don't know because my mama was married, and her husband got sick, and old toys. And, and that nigga knew. Him. No. Oh, okay. That boy knew if you ever, ever play with my mama, I don't care if you my little brother, dad, or not. It's going to be the end of your life. But he never, this man never, you know, he's not like that. But you have men who, you say sick in the head, but a lot of that shit is not sick in the head. A lot of that shit is, is one to be in control. Mm-hmm. And can't control the situation. Don't know how to can. I don't want to say don't know how to control a woman because you're not supposed to control a woman. Everybody's grown. Mm-hmm. Life skills. Life skills are 
believe it or not, a lot of people may have seen their mother get beat. Uh, you know, when my daddy used to beat my mama and she stayed in line and they think that shit cool. And it's it's just not like, you see it in the streets. It, it, and now it's becoming more common to where it's not in the house. Cause you know, before it was just in the house. Mm-hmm. But now you see dudes, I mean, then we just... Now, we've been doing it outside. Well, you know, every, so with social media now. Mm-hmm. I you don't know, see that. You see that? We just had one. Oh, I can't say that part. Yeah. <laughs> just shot the girl. Mm. Yeah, they, they, they out you. Yeah. Well, you say on social media. No, I'm saying that we know. But on... Welcome to New Orleans East, people, if y'all heard that just now. <laughs> <laughs> So, but, but then we just had one on social media floating around. You know, people think that shit cool. Like, well, I'm going to get... Bro- it, it's like killing a, another person. You know, they think that I'm in a cool kids gang now, mm-hmm. per se. But that shit is not cool. And I have a friend who, who went through it, and this is a lady, and this is my real friend. And it's like it puts you in a hard place because if, you know... Shug, my friend, Byron, my friend, like, and I love these dudes. He's just like riding, riding my partner. Y'all know riding. I love this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see you in a situation, I'm coming forward, you know. But when you're friends with a woman and you see that situation, I mean, what can you do? Because I, I knew she was in a domestic relationship. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, I asked her. And you're like, well, he was mad. Okay. It ain't my business. Second time I said, like, what you want me to do? No, don't do that, B. Then the third time is like real worse. So how did you know? You knew because she told you or just because you saw certain things? I saw it and we talked and she told me. She told you. She told me. So I can tell you this. If she told you, that means that she wanted help. Because if you don't, you're not going to tell nobody. And see, that's the thing. I didn't know how to give her the help she wanted. Only help I knew was to go to some street shit, right. which is wrong. Well, I ain't going to say it's wrong because I feel like that point is an eye for an eye. In reality, eye. she probably did want you to do that, but she just didn't want to right. say it. But that, but that would have been, that wouldn't have been the right thing. No, it wouldn't have right. been the right thing. However, uh, what I'm saying is you're never going to say, oh yeah, I want you to hurt this motherfucker because that's what he's doing to me. But if a woman who's in that situation is telling someone, that's a cry for help. Right, and I was listening to the radio today, they were at shelters and they got all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, your girl, mm-hmm. remember your girl we had here? Um, Adriana. Yeah. Um, This lady here, she from Uptown. She, um, she went through a situation. She got out the situation, and now this is uh, this is what she's dedicated to. Yeah. Well, that and me and her be going off on a mail back and forth, but you know <laughs> that's different. But this lady, like with this domestic violence, like she, I don't care what time it is, you can call Adriana. You know, talk whatever whatever you need. Mm-hmm. She could get you out the situation and put you somewhere where you can't be found. Right. But a big problem I also seeing, they go back. Oh, baby, I changed. But you might have saved her life. You know, that day, one day that cooled it down, oh, some life skills. The best thing to do is call the police. 
but then you feel Not like no, no but no I'm saying go ahead because I, I want to yeah, say something go ahead. I'm saying but the best thing like if you if somebody if you see somebody getting whipped mm-hmm. he's supposed to call the yeah, police right yeah if you right? see it yeah if you actually see but it but if yes. if but after that we got to call a counselor like you say Adriana or just some different some different agencies and talk to them and then they they got a lot of help out there for females and males yeah. it's not yeah. just a female I was I was yeah Abused, <laughs> not physically. No, seriously, not physically. Yeah, mentally, not like that bro fucked my mental up, dog. Like, what was two thousand five? Like Katrina, like this bitch really had me. <laughs> I get mad. Like she really had me thinking like I wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. Until like my partner, like, and that's why I say I go back to what I say. I'm the pride. So my partner really had to step in. Like, man, be you really tripping? Because you told you you tell me something so many times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, what if she right? Right. You know, Katrina hit. We already gone through that shit because that was a whole nother, you know, monster. I'm in a new place. I don't talk to nobody if I don't know. Y'all know that. Like, ain't no looking for friends. Can't find a gig because believe it or not, oh, um, well, you from New Orleans and... You dealing with that shit until this person is just like, boy, you ain't shit. And wow. till I'm going back and forth with it, like, well, why are you here? Because I ain't shit. I ain't got no job, but I got money. And granted, the money was from something else, but I have money. But I'm really sitting in the house every day, and she just yapping and yapping. And I'm just start thinking, like, damn, maybe really I ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's how my life meant to be. Did you change? Man, I bounced back like a four and a half. Oh, man. I'm out here, <laughs> man. I'm the shit now, dude. <laughs> it was shit back then. But right. Yeah. But it, it took my partner to really like send me down and bring me back to life. Like so But it, that's because you had the courage to actually talk to somebody yeah. about it too. Because the the other part of it is when you you could have kept it to yourself and you could have believed it and you could have just fell into the victim role and and made what she was saying be your reality. It's important to have the outlet. Yeah. When you started talking about your mom with um your stepdad and him being sick, my ex-husband now, at the time he was my husband, um, he got shot. We were married six months. And as a result, he was blind. From the gunshot? From the gunshot. So um I say maybe three or four months into it being home and trying to get our lives together. My grandmother asked me, she said, is he mean? Is he mean yet? And I was like, what you mean? Is he mean? I'm like, no, why would you, you know, she said, when men are sick, they get mean and they usually take it out on their caregivers. She said, you know, she watched her dad do it to her mom and so on. And um, I was like, Come on, you know now. No, he's not, you know. Shit. I tell you, soon I, I don't even know. It seemed like it was the next day after she asked me that question. The meanness came. I was the person who, you know, got the brunt of anything that he was upset about by his life changing. And it started with trying to fight. But of course he's blind. So people, people, you'll be surprised. I remember literally yelling one day and saying, he could see. <laughs> I yeah. was like, this nigga could see. 
And I knew, because they had already said that if he got a blow to the head, because during that time, like, whatever was still going on, that he could die. And when I was thinking about blowing against the head, I was like, it's one of us got to go. So, I mean, it wasn't no, and he was never like that prior. It wasn't, you know, so I, I figured it was just the meanness of dealing with his new reality. A mental health issue. So, needless to say, we got divorced. My next relationship, my son's dad, after that, it became, it was never physical. It was the mental. So that what you were saying about, you know, someone making you, and it wasn't even that it was intentional with the mental. Somebody could be mentally abusive or spiritual, like I say, abusive to you by ignoring you, by not talking to you, by not communicating with you, by, you know, being in a house, being in separate rooms, not talking to each other, not, you know, just absolutely nothing. No touching, no loving, no nothing. At some point, you're like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? And when they give you excuses, like we're not friends, or you're fat, different shit like that is always an excuse for the lack of whatever. It starts to weigh on you mentally. I did have times where I looked in the mirror like, what's wrong with me? Am I not pretty? What's wrong with me? You know, my body is whatever. Like, what's wrong? And try counseling, try several things. And then finally, I was like, something wrong with this nigga. It ain't me. And I had to move on. And then we move on to the next major relationship, which became the actual... Um, it wasn't necessarily fighting, but the abuse was crazy. Mentally. Physical stuff too, but not just like, oh, I'm beating you up, I'm punching you, I'm hitting you, I'm, you know, whatever. But I mean, it got bad where it's guns in your face. Mm. You know, so at some point, I'm not one to say, and that's the other part that I was saying. Usually when it's physical stuff, you read it. Some women are willing to leave when it comes to it. They're like, this is it. I'm not about to deal with it, which is what I did with my husband. I'm like, I'm not about to raise my child in this type of situation. You know, um, I'm getting out. Um, but when it's mental or when it's, you know, the verbal is more so where you, like I say, either you don't recognize it or it's more tolerable, you know, or you make more excuses for it. So it's like, you really have to have a strong community, have somebody to talk to, have outlets, have other people to wake you up and say, this shit ain't right, this not normal. This is not something that you should be dealing with all the time, you know? And realizing that, like you were saying, there are always places to go. Some people don't wanna go to their families because, you know, you're dealing with embarrassment. You're dealing with your pride. I want to live with my parents. Are you dealing with one of those family members telling you, girl, that's just a man. You know, go mm -hmm. back. You yeah. know. In some situations. But um, it's hard to be on your own since you're 18, 19 years old and say, 
I'm going by my parents. I got a well, part of that was also for the protection. You know, not wanting to be in the house alone because this person was really fucking crazy. I'm talking about to the point of stalking, to the point of, you know, you're just not safe. And then started <laughs> building cases and lying on you. Mm. So that control shit, it could be brought to a whole, whole other level. Did you see any signs before? Like, you just snapped. Um... Honestly, and that's the other part, like when he was talking about the grief, that was always an excuse. So his brother died in 2014. Um, when the brother died, um, the very next year, almost to the anniversary, the mama died. While yeah. planning the mama funeral, his dad died. Wow, and then a year or two later, his sister died. So it was always... Um, this is the anniversary of their death. Uh, you know, or something like, this is the reason. Nigga, it, I get that you have your grief and you have things to deal with and you lost your mom. I understand that. But you're not about to make my children lose their mama. You got to go fix that shit. And dealing with grief doesn't excuse poor behavior towards other people. Correct. My grief ain't like that. Right. Nobody should be. And then furthermore, like I say, it's just an excuse. That's called narcissism. Plain and simple. Blaming something else or somebody else for your poor fucking behavior. Period. So the signs as far as like, no. Um, but certain things I can't say as far as the controlling part. Because like when you break up with somebody and then they start popping up. They pop up at your house. You know, they, you know, try to talk to your family or people that you know to try to convince them, you know, to, you know, and certain things you, you know, you laughing and you're like, oh, that's cute. He really want me. He really doing everything. He really trying. But part of it is just the fact that they can't let go. And that was our problem. The gun came in the face because I was leaving. My shit was packed up. Wait, he put the gun in your face? Yeah. You thought he would use it? Honestly, I wouldn't have put it past him. But I don't know what came over me because when he did it and he said, bitch, today you gonna die? I just said, do what you gotta do. And I turned around and I walked the fuck away. And I said, if he shoot me, he gonna shoot me from in my back. He will not shoot me from the front and pretend like we had a struggle or none of that shit. And he had already, I have two phones, as you can see. He had already taken one of them because I was on the phone when I came in the house. So he had already taken that one, threw it and broke it, took my key so I couldn't leave. And then we had, you know, the lock from inside where you use the key so I couldn't just leave out either. And um, so he had already set it up, locked the door. You know, and I don't know what it was, but that day I already kind of knew. I had locked my purse in my trunk and I had my car key in my bra and I was on the phone. And at that time, you know, you had the plug to do your, uh, uh, Jesus, <laughs> you had the plug to the phone. So he snatched that on my ear through the phone, but I had my other phone in my back pocket. So when I walked away, I went into the laundry room and um, I just started dialing 911. Mm. 
and um, but was hanging up, you know, because I knew they would see where I'm, that motherfucker's calling me back. Mm. Hey, <laughs> is everything okay? That's how <laughs> like, that. I need I didn't, order. Call, I didn't call twice and I'm hanging up, so I hurry up and I'm like going in the garage and I'm whispering, I'm like, did you want to send me some You know, and I'm yelling the at trying to whisper the address. And yeah, is it is it like a, a code like you're supposed to say I order pizza well, or something? Well, I don't know because I I never been through it, mm. so I don't really know the codes and stuff. I just was I was trying to dial 911 thing, you know, and I did it like twice. And hung up so that way they could just, right. you know, right. you call yeah. they called me back. So this is what the world that's is. what they do, though. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they crazy like that. And but you, again, you're not, you're not really thinking because I, I did the same thing with my daughter. She calling me or she texting me mm. saying something about because they supposed to have an active shooter, mm-hmm. right? What's my first instinct? Call her back, huh? To call her. So and she in the closet. So she hiding. <laughs> And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I just got my child killed because he, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but that's the first thing you're going to do. I need to talk to you. A text right. message is not the same as me hearing your voice saying, you know, hey, da, da, da. And, right. and I was like, damn, I just called that. Girl. So I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> scared like a motherfucker. Scared like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then she texted me, then come to find out it was a prank. But I was like, man, oh no, this is the type of shit that yeah, be going on, crazy. dog. And I guess you know by right, but I was like, these bitches calling me back. You yeah, so know. Not, not yeah. he could hear the shit, right? You know what but I mean? thank God, I heard him like mess with the front door. So then I knew, and then I got out, but I still couldn't leave because he had my car key. So I get to the corner, the neighbor's daughter was coming, she saw me on the corner, so she was like, you all right? So I went to the neighbor's house, you know, whatever. They came, and it was a big old process. It was a lot of stuff, but it was the typical thing. And then after that, it was just what you said, like, I'm sorry, come back. It ain't like that. You know I would never, you know. You went back? Um, I did not go back to stay there. I went back trying to get my stuff, trying to get out, I never slept there anymore. I never did any of those things. Mm-hmm. I tried to do what was necessary to compromise to get my belongings to make, you know, to do that. But that didn't work out. So, because it was always the, why you leave, you know, the bullshit when I try to go. So I'm like, fuck it. I try. The police department does not make it better or easy whatsoever. They're not cooperative. But really, how can they improve? How can they improve? First of all, right, that part. They could also, you know, to get a civil sheriff, um, you have to pay to be accompanied. You have to go through a process of paperwork, which a lot of people are not knowledgeable of, which was like he's saying the other lady wants to be an advocate. That was something that I really wanted. I was like, people need help with, because the average person trying to go up to the um, municipal courthouse they bring you up and down the stairs, go to this place, go to that place. Then they don't give you any advice because they're not an attorney or or a lawyer. So they can't tell you what to do or what not to do. But you know, it's a horrible process. Literally. If you're trying to get your shit out of your residence Mm -hmm. that you had lived in together, but you still trying to get it to leave, you have to pay the sheriff's department to come with you to get your stuff. Mm -hmm. And guess what? 
this this really gonna trip you out. So when I finally got them to to get me to get myself paid, set up the date, blah blah blah, get to the house. It was almost Christmas time. I think it might have been December fifteenth. There was a New Orleans East parade that day. So when I arrived, the sheriff tells me I pay they you have to at least do a minimum of two hours. Also, you got to pay them for two hours at least. How much is it for? Um, I want to say maybe one twenty. So I got a U-Haul. I paid for sheriff. I get there. They tell me they can only give me an hour. I said, I've already paid. Oh, well, we have a mandatory meeting to attend. I said, well, why wouldn't y'all call me and tell me this prior to today? Because we could have set up another date. Come to find out, they was just trying to go do detail on the parade. On the parade, right? You paying them detail already, but they trying to do detail on the parade. So I had to write. So I became a nuisance. So yeah. I was the joke of the sheriff's office because I tried to report it. And I'm like, I'm not paying for them to come out again. I've already paid for a U-Haul. I paid for a storage. You understand what I'm saying? And if I'm not putting stuff in the storage now and I have to wait till January, that's like almost a month of me paying for storage for nothing. Who's gonna eat that cost? And I'm, you don't know my financial situation. So for the average person who, you know, whatever, who can't afford that sh shit, you know, to even come up with the money for the sheriff, that's ludicrous. That goes back to our city and they treat us like second class citizens. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, and the judicial system is yeah. a fucking joke. Cause I know they wouldn't have did that in old Metairie if she had to get if Becky had to get her stuff out. And that's if, Jefferson if, Parish. But so even I if it was know. her in in Metairie, yeah, they not them yeah, people not planning. It. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Our city is broken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I felt very yeah. defeated, which fucked with your mental even more. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like you have what you gonna do. It's cold. When you, on your, on your. That's hard. I can't say I can't say it was your weakest time because it was it was you were strong for doing that. It was a weak time. But you still was going. Yeah, and yeah, I get the whole yeah. thing. You know, people always tell you, and a lot of people didn't even know. Still don't know. You know, it's not something that I share a lot. And like the part that I'm telling y'all, like it was way more. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was the breaking point. You know, um, but I think telling stories of people, because he even, like when we first, Brandon and I started talking, he was like, I can't do that. He was like, looking at you, I would never. And, you know, it's it can happen to anybody. It can happen to anyone. And the person that you least expect that it could be happening to is probably the mm. person that's hurting the worst. That's a like for real. And just like he said before, you put your big girl draws on, you 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 keep taking care of your kids, you keep on making money, you keep on doing, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's work, whatever it is, you keep continue to go around your family and be this person. But in reality, I remember when my light came back on, because it was it was gone. Cause it's like, how the 
fuck did I end up in this situation? What am I doing wrong? Mm. Who am I choosing? That's why I keep telling, I'm saying that to him, but I ask myself that a lot. Like, what the fuck wrong with me where I chose a person who would do something like this? Then you go through the process of, damn, what lesson was supposed to be learned? Was I supposed to try to help, you know, this person get right? And then you're like, fuck no, that ain't my responsibility to make nobody not be crazy or not know that they're not supposed to harm someone that they supposedly love. But you go through all of that. Right. And I'm sure... When when he was getting with you, he wasn't gonna say, I'm, 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 I'm gonna put a gun in your face and all that. It was, And I'm it, not yeah. talking about no little, I'm not talking about a pistol, I'm yeah. talking about a rifle. But you, I mean, but when he was courting you, it wasn't all oh, that. No. Yeah. So it's like, so it, it's like it, how you, it, it, you know, you so that's what like, you chose the court, court right? You chose course. that guy. Right? And that's the, the other part of me saying, you said it in the beginning, you don't get the real person. Yeah, just However, I mean, you would think that after six, seven years, you almost got the real person. But it wasn't until the live together part. And a lot of the conflict came from um, jealousy of your children, because he was jealous of my relationship with my kids. Well, that's your kids. I know. But that was a big part of it. Some people cannot handle watching you love and care for someone else. Because they wasn't loved and cared. That part. And it's like, I guess it's almost like, how can you love more than one person? I mean... I, Even though that's a, a whole nother kind of love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we But have, that was a major problem, the kids. I can't think wow. of it. We have seven different love languages, loves, right? Let's languages, say, yeah. yeah. I don't, I won't say that's a pathy, but it's one of them. It, it it's different. Like well, I, I'm, I'm, uh, we have different love. Like I got you heard that? the love I got. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's a game? No. But the I, love no, language I, I, is still that's that's even with just anybody. That's not necessarily. It's still a difference between your love for your yeah, mates and the love, the, you, the have love, you, have love you have for your children. The love you have for your children is different. The love languages mm-hmm. is the gratitude. The mm-hmm. some people you know gifts. Or right. um, I study it. You know, yeah, you should find out about it. It's but um, with with that going on, you said that he he experienced some trauma. Yeah. So did he reach out to get help for the trauma? He supposedly did. But when you're dealing with a person like that, you don't know what's the truth and what's a lie. So you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know if it was the truth. And then, so even in the beginning, before we moved in together and all that kind of stuff, the agreement was that we needed to do counseling and do certain things. And now he was opposed to counseling, but he was like, he'll talk to the pastor or what have you. He's always going to run to the pastor, boy. And him and his pastor are jam tight, you know, so. But was pastor the one to tell him you wrong? Because jam tight is, is, I don't see no evil. Right, because I don't know how the pastor didn't know he had Lucifer himself sitting there in the same spot every Sunday. But that's neither here nor there. So when he agreed to that, I even set it up. And because I kept saying, when we go, when, 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 and that never happened. So I set it up myself. And when I told him, he was like, why would you do that? That's like gone over my head. That's blah, blah. And I say, well, this is what you agreed to. 
and this is what we need. And if you're not willing to do that, I'm going to have to leave. So the day came when it was time to meet with the pastor, and I went. He didn't show up. And me and his pastor, you know, sat there talking. He was like, well, I thought y'all was coming to, you know, start marriage counseling. You know, tell me what, where, where this is about to go. And I'm like, well, no, I said, and I explained to him. But this was before the abusive stuff started, too. You know what I'm saying? So there was a situation, um, and it was a bad day. I was gone. I had just started. I'd opened up the burger place in Clearview Mall, and that was a problem. Oh, well, your partner, uh, y'all probably fucking. And you, I'm like, you know him. He's married. Blah, you know, like. Business is business. What that mean? Like, married niggas don't take pussy. You know, this is. The, so I'm you might like. Have had a point well, it is true, but that's not me. Right. And. If I wanted to do that, I wouldn't be. He could have been right there with you. Right. So, like I said, we had a bad day. So I was leaving to go to the restaurant. And when I was leaving out, so this is the part that lets you know, like, you know, because crazy people, they're going to be crazy no matter who's looking, who's watching. It's not a, a switch that they could turn off, right? So we fussing and I'm going to the car. He coming out and I mean, he started kicking my car. All kind of shit, right? The neighbor coming around on the riding lawnmower. He see that. Immediately stop. Oh, hey, neighbor. Okay, babe, I see it. I said, this bitch, he just doing this to me. This, this is not something that he can't control. You understand what I'm saying? That's what. So that day, I was like, oh, no. I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> He had pulled my car handle off my door. Yeah, it was bad. And I was like, and, but soon as, like I say, the neighbor came around on the lawnmower and he just stopped and was like, all right. And I say, I was like, oh no, something ain't right. It's starting to be a thing. Like, yeah. hold up, hold up. Oh. So that night, when I came back, you know, we had the code to open the door. He hadn't changed the code. Mm. So I said, "You're gonna make money and support him, right?" Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just following. So, um, I think he wasn't there. I was like, "I can't get in. What's wrong?" You know. So then he came, and it was a problem. Coincidentally, Pastor Luda. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Okay. Pastor called my phone and was like, "I just was checking on you." I tried calling him. He still hasn't called me back. I just, I said, well, actually, Pastor, I'm sitting outside the house right now. You know, I said, and I can't get in. You know, I said, I just need to grab some clothes because I needed to go open the restaurant in the morning, you know. So he's like, well, Pastor, he's like, well, I think you have your answer on what you need to do. Right there. Yeah. And I said, you're absolutely right. So he ended up opening the door and I'm like I'm just trying to get some stuff so I could go right so I grabbed just my little like you know like the Louis Vuitton little speedy bag and I just threw like tights and underclothes you know one little something in there so then it was well that's all the fuck you gonna take 
your whole bag, huh? Or you just need one little thing to go buy your nigga, you know? So it was just all, always a problem. You know, it was never, and it was for no reason. Absolutely no reason. So after that, that's when I started packing my stuff. And that's when, a couple of days later, the gun situation. So it never was a beating your ass, you know, black eye, like hitting, none of that. But it just was... How did that? So, when you when you finally left, mm-hmm. you know, got out, got away, got out. How did that make you feel? Honestly, when I left, it things shit got worse before it got better, because he started doing stuff, lying on me. With like to peers. Uh, people. No, the boy got me arrested and everything. Lied and said I hit him and kept going. With a car? Yeah. I've been hit with a car before. Well, I hit his car and kept oh, going. No, I've been hit with a car. But hit me. like if we riding a bullet, they got cameras, so it's obvious to know. And you record <clears> me. He told him he had a video of how you have a recording of somebody hitting your car. You knew I was about to hit your car? But, and this is the stupidity of the New Orleans Police Department. Because you actually put cuffs on me and sat me in the back of a fucking car in August with no air running while you talked to him and listened to his lies. Saying he have a video of me hitting his car. So before accident takes place, you know about it to cut your camera on? So all this, you had to go... Oh, and I went. Broad, no, not not to jail, but to court. To jail and to court. Well, yeah. So, I mean, but how was your mental after that? Fucked up. So. But I must say this, and like you say about the God part, while I was sitting in the cell, I literally, I was so angry with God. I was like, Lord, you know this is not the truth. Why? Am I here? Why are you letting him win? Like, and he's sitting there smiling while I'm sitting back there. I had to go get my fucking son from football practice. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And while I was sitting in that fucking cell, I swear to you, no lie. I heard God's voice clearly tell me. This is for your protection. That's why you're here right now. Everything. And you know what I did? Lay my ass down and wait till the next morning to go to court. You ate the bologna girl? No, I ain't eat shit. You used the bathroom? No. You held your piss all the time? I ain't even, I ain't do nothing. Yeah, I was, shit. yeah, I literally. I boss, not nice, your boy, and I'll be hungry. We might have well, to take first of all, out. it was different. Like, as <laughs> soon as I went in, they made me change my clothes and immediately went upstairs. It was no waiting or nothing. Mm. Oh, you got the good, you fast tracked with that joint. I'm saying that's what you. But you not the next you. day, because I went to court in the morning and I didn't get out till that night. Well, yeah, we got like, to hold you for the money. Yeah. That's all So that's what, so that happened. You know, and I'm sitting up here like, this cannot be for real. But I was like, I don't know what he was planning that night. Right. So when I heard, like I said, I heard, and not only that, but I also promised God, I ain't going back because it's not about to be my life. I don't play that shit. I know I know people who do that back and forth calling the police on each other and play that game. That is not me. A That's famous, not what I'm about to do. A famous philosopher from New Orleans. 
From the Magnolia. You know, I always got a philosophy. Oh, we got a You know what he said? Because you probably did the track. If I got a beach, I don't need you. Let the next man do it. Yeah, no. Because you run me away from me. So I tell people, in if I'd have told you this when it was happening before you had that conversation with the Lord, you're probably like, nigga, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But everything happens for a reason. Definitely. And everybody is put here for a reason. For sure. So that could have been. Well, I need you, can need you to do some work and show other women right. they don't have to deal with this mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's funny because you, you look at a bad situation and be like, well, why would he put me in a bad situation? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a servant of the Lord. I do right, you know, but... We the ones who get those checks, though. Yeah, because old, old preacher told me Oh, um, oh, making preacher, preacher making Georgia, old school gospel. He was like, "Who make you? What make you so special? You can't get sick. Mm-hmm. What make you so special that your parent can't die? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Job lost everything. Yeah. See that what people don't know. I, I could go that Job. Go read the book of Job. Job lost every fucking thing and never questioned God once. Mm-hmm. Job friends even told him, "You fucking crazy. You still talking about God and yada yada yada." And Job came back like four and a half hours because he never questioned it. It's all it's it's a test, and some people don't get it. And everybody's situation is not like you know, like that. But everything is a test, and I hate it. And this is recognized in the month of October, correct? Yes. Along with breast cancer, mm-hmm. Hispanic month. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so many things. So, well, you get to November 1st and it's like it's over. And it's really not over. No, it's not. Because this is something that's occurring across America and world every day. But it became trendy more because of COVID. Because now we ain't here together. But y'all, y'all brought up a, 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 a great point. Like it's happening more, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not domestic violence. They call it toxic now. That would be toxic, right? Because toxic it was, yeah, yeah, and that is that is domestic violence, right? So yeah. the tox, the them them saying toxic is just covering it up, making it look trendy. Ah, it's cool. Well, we shit. got we toxic, girl. He toxic, yeah. nigga. She toxic. Yeah, nah, she nigga, yeah. she crazy. Yeah. You know, no nobody should live in fear from a spouse, an ex, from any other human being. He, and domestic violence is also when we all have seen you in a club. And what's up? What's your name? Let me get your number. And you say no, and he just gone out. Right. Oh, you think you all that? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't see people. I mean, we just had a situation on a basketball court. That's what I was trying to think about. Young lady, play basketball, dude playing basketball. She beat him. Oh, and he killed Like, we, yeah. we shooting jumpers and layups and... He killed his bro. For what, dog? Because she be trying to a pickup basketball game? That ain't none of us getting paid for? Like. Because people's yeah. mental health. That's, yes. that's the. That's we, we, we could the say problem. mental in, in. It is. It is, but they got some niggas that real life bitches. <laughs> I just got to say it. You don't think that's mental? 
Yeah. I, I don't know. And then I look at it like some people went through trauma in their younger life, you know, coming up, and now they want to take it out on a woman. Like, dude, that ain't that ain't what's up. Take it out on anybody. It's yeah. not there. You know, um, it's just like that 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 scenario that they have where it's two sons grew up in the house with the alcoholic dad, and one son never touched alcohol, and they said, "Why?" Did you never? And he said, because I watched my dad drink his whole life. And the other son is an alcoholic. And he says, why did you become? He said, because I watched my, my dad, dad drink his whole life. life. It's about choices. Life is about choices. We all and, make choices. And, and mental health is, is something that's very important that a lot of people, you know, that old school shit where it's, you pray about it and get over it. Oh, no, no. Or, Don't tell nobody what's going on in my house. That part. And don't get me wrong, I'm still room. I still live by that to a certain extent about the telling people shit that go on in house, but not if it's something that's that's harming or hurting somebody. Well, I live by another famous philosopher. <laughs> my business is my business and ain't to be heard. <laughs> still that's another. But nah, I mean, mental health. Us as people, especially this generation. Everybody still, you got to break curses. You got to break generational curses mm-hmm. and curses stop here. People need to go seek professional help. Right. If it's some shit that you're dealing with from when you were six years old and your mama didn't buy you the Nintendo right. and you caught your dad in the bed with another woman, you need to go deal with that. Because right. I went dealt with mine. Mm. You have but to. But where you go? Maybe you, you, you just mean, said, well, next month, that's fine. I, you know, we can continue on. I mean, after October, believe it or not, they have they have counselors all over this city, right? All over this state, and all over the world, right? And <laughs> this is not a pro- this is a a real profession that's not paid well, but you can meet some counselors who really give up. Yeah, and I was listening to WBOK today, and they were, they had some ladies on there. They got a whole system, and they 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 ask those questions. You think you get hurt them. Get hurt. They give you massages. They give you uh, um, all kind of acupuncture. They find all kind of help for you. Yeah. And I think right. that's the part of it. Being receptive to the help yeah. is very right. important. Just like he said that about the counseling. I didn't start counseling. Well, I did it like the um, the relationship counseling once, but that was only for a few months. But personal counseling, I didn't start until 2019. And in that journey, it wasn't until last year, 2021, probably around November, December of 2021, that I actually grieved my ex-husband being shot. I had never you gotta deal with realized it. that I didn't mourn my relationship. I didn't mourn how my life forever changed. I never thought about the fact that I was supposed to be asked, was I okay? Mm-hmm. My husband was shot and blind, and nobody, everything was, he all right? But it's supposed to be how you it feel was, in the country. Yeah, it was, nobody ever yeah. asked me how I was. And I didn't know that I was supposed to be asked that until recently. Like, going through it, the only thing I knew was I got a baby to take care of. We had a business, we had a house, we had, and I was in school, you know, so I was like, just going through the everyday emotions of life and moving on, not realizing that I had to take time to say, He's never going to be my husband, the one that I married again. He's never going to 
teach my son to play ball. He's never going to teach him to drive. He never, he's never going to see us again, you know? And, and that uh, didn't happen for me until counseling and two years after counseling. And I, I always tell y'all it's, it's, it's more than grief and grief come in different ways, forms, scenarios, etc. Like, mm-hmm. And for anybody who's listening, I mean, if you need help, man, woman, and you're in a domestic relationship, call B. <laughs> I mean, I can be reached at 504-822-1111. You know? I mean, but they have they have resources out here. As I said, um, Adrian Winfrey is her name. It's a nesting's place on Instagram and Facebook. She helps with anybody who has any domestic violence situations, man, woman, gay, straight, whatever. Um, or you can dial 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or it's fancy now. You could text. You could text start to 887-88. And that's text start to 887-88. And we're going to wrap it up like that. Um... In the famous words of Papa Smurf, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Love is the answer. Who cares what the question is for Domestic Violence Month? And every month, don't put your hands on nobody. <laughs> don't mentally abuse nobody. Don't physically abuse nobody. Verbally. Verbally, etc. Religion shame, body shame, color shame, whatever. Brown on the... Hmm? Brown on the... the we ain't going now. <laughs> we ain't rocking like that. We ain't rocking like that. Nah, y'all just messed my whole outro up, bro. Y'all ain't. Right, bro. You gonna do it again? Nah, bro, I won't do it anymore, bro. <laughs> but New Orleans, stop the violence. I mean, we sitting here, we heard about twenty five gunshots. I know it's welcome to the east, but we don't need it like that. Um, for you, I'm sorry, Falco Sugar over there. Who he just fancy now? He he came to visit us today. <laughs> President B and the lovely Kanitra. You gonna film the podcast? We out. That was real courageous. Oh. Yeah, she, Did she, it feel she, good? I had I had to play on my phone. Uh-huh. I know. I was like, <laughs> damn, what is he doing? Like, nah. <laughs> I feel like first of all, I want to write a book. But I've been procrastinating. I want to be able to help people. So I know that just like he said, you don't look like that shit don't mean nothing. You know, um, that's the only way you're gonna help people is if people know what happened to you. Yeah. You can't help nobody and sit up there and try to give people advice and they don't know your story. You know, you just look like, how the fuck you gonna help me? You don't know nothing about this, you know? But if they see you and they see you bluff and you were able to do this and do that and still make it and still, you know, persevere, then you can help somebody. And that's the only way they're going to feel comfortable sharing with you is if they know you relate to them. You know, so that's...